I love a good conspiracy theory. Well, I used to. Back when they seemed relatively harmless, almost laughably implausible. In the last decade or so, they have become more pernicious. A tendril of ivy that has crept through the rafters and been allowed to grow in the dark until it threatens to do some real damage. Hey up, I'm Nathan Human, and this is Humanish. Welcome to the Biscuit Reviews, Episode 2. The Coming Storm is a BBC podcast by journalist Gabriel Gatehouse and producer Lucy Proctor that on the surface is about the background to the Capitol insurrection in Washington DC on the 6th of January 2021. Whilst the repercussions of that day still reverberate in the news and the courts in the present, this series takes a deep dive into history. Like a quantum leaping news detective, journalist Gabriel Gatehouse tracks down the seeds for that fateful day, from witch manuals in medieval Europe to online conspiracy forums via a suspicious suicide in 90s Virginia. It is a compelling thriller that acts as both a lesson and a warning. And that story isn't finished yet. There are a number of questions that drive this series and I love that it takes its time. There are no rushes to judgment or clickbait headline conclusions. It is an admirable demonstration of what slow journalism can achieve compared to the type of media that is in such a hurry to attract eyeballs and outrage. This type of series is not just entertaining, it's important. We are asked to consider the rise of the witchcraft trials prompted by the vast distribution of the Malleus Maleficarum book. First published in 1486, this treatise on witches and a guide for hunting them was propelled across the continent by the rise of the printing press. The comparison that is made to the rise of the internet in providing a new method to more quickly spreading information is intriguing. And you know what, I could probably go for a whole episode on this alone. When we come back close to the present, the turn of the millennium proves to be a crucial period. Clues are presented to us and placed on a metaphorical evidence board, like in the police procedural dramas I love so much. In 1993, the suicide of Vincent Foster, a friend of the Clintons, is a lightning rod for suspicions that last for the next quarter of a century. 1997 sees the publication of a book called The Sovereign Individual, co-written by William Rees-Mogg, father to British MP Jacob Rees-Mogg. The sovereign individual is revered in some quarters and heralded as a guidebook to making money from the freedoms and opportunities made real by the rise of the internet. The Clinton presidency and 9-11 are also significant as we move to the proliferation of online chat rooms and the profitable nature of speculative nonsense and conspiracy theories. The pursuit of who is behind these chat rooms is another discovery of this series that is both surprising and a little depressing. At times, I was caught up in this series in a similar way as to when I watch an excellent thriller movie and there are numerous fascinating characters we meet along the way. Perhaps my favourite is towards the end when Gatehouse goes to meet some people he hopes can help resolve a worrying thought he has about his own sanity. It reminded me a little of the Joe Pesci moment in JFK. It's a mystery! It's a mystery wrapped in a riddle inside an enigma! 
The Coming Storm is full of cinematic moments that would grace the most well-crafted thrillers, notably a key moment about online misinformation that takes place at Facebook headquarters with senior staff and right-wing commentators. The concern was that human moderators were disproportionately filtering out news stories that were more supportive of Republicans and their policies than of Democrats. At this meeting, there was a power cut, and in the gloomy and hot surroundings, a decision was made to ditch the human moderators and go with an algorithm an untested algorithm in the build-up to the 2016 presidential election that then leads to more misinformation filtering to the top of news feeds. QAnon gathers momentum. Even by 2020, Facebook didn't have a robust way of dealing with false or misleading information trending so high. There is another moment in this series that for me would be a significant one if Oliver Stone were directing this like JFK. Gatehouse goes to speak to Ananzita Marie Rees-Mogg, daughter to William and brother to Jacob, to find out more about her father's work. It is worrying and surprising in ways you don't expect. Well, I didn't. It is an impressive feat of structure and editing to produce a series that has so many strands, so many ideas, and yet it is always coherent, always compelling. A large part of this is due to Gabriel Gatehouse's assured style. He's an accomplished host, interrogating his own thoughts and conclusions as much as the words of his subjects. He leads us into the middle of controversy and scandal, but steps back to observe it and weigh the value of what he hears and what he is told. His producer, Lucy Proctor, plays a vital role in the unfolding drama as the confidant, the scully who prevents him from becoming a moulder, if you will, by providing reason, a sounding board and a source of support and agile questions. There is a frequent callback to his dismissal on the scene at the Capitol building on 6th of January of a striking figure leading at the front of the crowd. Gatehouse sees and speaks to Jake Angeli, the man referred to as the QAnon shaman. You might remember him as the figure with the horned hat and painted face, the man who Jamiroquai's JK publicly denied was him. Gatehouse uses him as a cipher for the odd details you might miss as being too outrageous. When he was reporting at the Capitol that day, he decided not to record an interview with such an outrageous figure as he thought he might not be important. Just a sideshow. Really, he acts like a clue. And in this way, Gatehouse has constructed the coming storm more like a whodunit that spirals. It is this thrilling mystery aspect that makes each episode a page-turner. What could possibly be revealed next? Indeed, that is the feeling at the end of the series. What next? Because... This is clearly not the end of the story. Thankfully, those involved continue the series at the end of 2022, and hopefully there will be more to come. Although, the title might need to be altered, as you can't help but feel that perhaps we are already in the storm. I flew through listening to this series in absolutely no time, and my biscuit rating is shortbread. It was high quality, filling, felt like it was good for me. If you want to see what my other biscuit ratings are, then go to thehumanish.co.uk, where you can also find links to the blog, YouTube and TikTok if you fancy it. I hope you do check out The Coming Storm, maybe with a brew and a bicky, which, incidentally, is what I'm going to go and get now. Until next time, ta-ra.